P.S. You're Wrong, the podcast where we talk trash about the things people love to hate and hate to love. And we're your hosts, Shelby and Matt. Yes, back for episode 39. Oh, wow. Look at us. Yeah, we've been doing this. We've been doing this for, I mean, I guess it like throws it off a little bit because of like these weekly, uh, you know, double, like double dipping. Double episodes, but we've been doing 39 weeks worth of nice. episodes. Nice. Pretty cool. So That's exciting. I know. And this is going to be um, a good week, I guess. I actually felt like I didn't... Like last week, there were just so many great stories. And this week, I just feel like there haven't been as many. But I think we still have some good ones in there. <laughs> I'll be curious to see what you I dug with. around and tried to find some interesting... <laughs> interesting pieces maybe a little off the beaten path yeah some hidden gems there that'll be good (laughs) but before we get to that uh you can follow us on social media we have instagram we have twitter we have facebook you can send us an email where ps you're wrong or ps you're wrong at (laughs) gmail.com yes we love it and leave us a review on itunes or whatever apps allow you to leave reviews but i think it's just itunes (laughs) Leave us one on iTunes. Yeah. That's where they, it counts for the most. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but um, should we get into it? Yes. What is what is what would you consider the top story? <laughs> Are we doing a Taylor Swift update? Like there must be something yeah, going there on. Is or a isn't Taylor there? Swift update slash a general pop culture moment? Um, so Taylor Swift was on one of the covers of the Time 100 Most Influential People. So she uh, yeah. she managed to scrounge up a cover, which is interesting. And she was also not listed under the like artists because they divide it by like genre like business oh what she's is under she now? icon so she's like leveled up you know <laughs> oh okay who else is in that group do the we legends? know yeah the whole 100 has been released um i didn't study it that closely but let's see time 100 like is like beyonce an icon and yeah, like kim kardashian here. like who counts as an icon okay and who's relegated to their <laughs> actual field yeah so i mean let's see taylor swift Michelle Obama, Spike Lee, Lady Gaga. I don't see Beyonce here. I'm so sorry. Beyonce is not on the list. (laughs) Pretty crazy. (laughs) Here's the thing. We will get to Beyonce (laughs) later. Believe me. I'm 100% sure. But these lists are always crazy. They're like slightly bonkers because they just pick random people. Like it's 100 people. I think that also with the... With the time list, it's like famous people write about other famous people. So sometimes I think that also they pick people based on like who they can get someone to write for. It's like if they have a connection who's like, oh, we're like Ed Sheeran. Who do you want to write a piece about? And he's like, oh, I know Taylor Swift. Let me write her. Like she'd be in it that year. But if they're like Selena Gomez, who do you want to write a piece about? And she says... Demi Lovato, <laughs> then it's like, okay, well, now Demi's in this year and not. Taylor, yeah. You know? So Beyonce wrote the essay about Michelle Obama. So I guess they probably don't double dip. Oh, so it. there you go. And then like Sean Mendez wrote about Taylor Swift. And then like what's interesting about the list, yeah, because it seems like time is always like, you know, most influential doesn't mean most popular or most liked. It's just people who have been influential for better or worse in this last year. And so, I mean, Donald Trump is on the list. And actually, unfortunately, Brett Kavanaugh is on the same list as Christine Blasey Ford. So 
sort of just like a weird collection of people. What did Taylor Swift do this year, though, yeah. that got her well, on this? So that is what's interesting. Like, what's her I thing? I mean, it was the Reputation Tour. So it was the biggest selling tour. So it's like the 2018 year, you know? It's like a... It's not like... Right. So the tour. But her album no, didn't no, come no. out in 2018. Yeah. So I think it was just like... It was interesting to me because I was like, does she... <laughs> And I feel like so sacrilegious saying this, but like, does she deserve like a cover spot, let alone a listing on the Times 100 this year? But this is her third cover with them, which is the only she's the only woman in the history of time to grace the cover three times. And it sort of seems all geared up towards obviously her single or her announcement coming out this Friday. So I'm sure there's some underhanded dealings when it comes to lists like this. And I'm 100% sure this is just another marketing opportunity for her upcoming stuff. Mm-hmm. So it is interesting to think about like, like who's not necessarily buying their way, but sort of engaging in a conversation that shows like why they deserve the cover or like what numbers will like they'll pull in, you know? Well, the other thing is like the people who run time are not stupid. (laughs) They have a hundred people to pick from and they're like, which ones of these will get us the most? We'll sell the most copies. And they know that, oh yeah, sure. If Taylor Swift is in the top 100, but she's not on the cover, like no, no, her fans (laughs) aren't going to buy it. But if she's on the cover, you're going to have a million, like 15 year olds going out and buying it. They don't care what is in the rest of the magazine. They just want it because Taylor Swift's on the cover. My sister is a big Harry Styles fan and she has like sent me to magazine stores in New York <laughs> to buy these weird, obscure magazines that he's on the cover yes. of solely because he's exactly. there, not because of like anything she cares about in the magazine. Yeah. Did you buy time? No, 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 no. I, I, I've never bought a magazine actually. I used to steal them from our office, but other than that. <laughs> oh yeah. Same. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. And it was interesting because it was a whole new look for Taylor. It like fits in the pastel theme. She was the only person shot by Times who had like this very oversaturated, really pastel color scheme. So it's very obviously in line with her upcoming era and like whatever promotional materials she's teasing now. So it does feel very much like the teaser for TS7. And she just happened to decide to do it on Time Magazine. And she's also performing at their event this tomorrow, I guess, but not singing new music. She's just doing like a greatest hits thing. Oh, interesting. Very interesting. So (laughs) that's the Taylor update. Yes. Well, I have an update on... We have lots of pop star updates this week, I feel like. To rival the Taylor Swift (laughs) drama, Justin Bieber has also announced that he is releasing new music soon. Ariana Grande, as we covered last week, is performing Coachella. They perform Uh two weekends in a row when you're a headliner at Coachella. So last week, she brought NSYNC on the stage. This week, she brought Justin Bieber. And while he was up there, he said, new album coming soon, which I am excited for because... I feel like Justin Bieber, it's not cool to like Justin Bieber, uh-huh. but he has so many good songs oh, and yeah. so many hits. And even when he's like just featured on a song or like random crap like Desposito, like he has a way of just like making really infectious music. So I'm excited for a new album because it's been a while since the one with Yeah, Zarya. I would say I agree. I don't think I'd ever want to see him perform because I don't think 
uh, from what I've heard, he's not like a great performer or he hasn't been at least, but he does have great mm-hmm. hits. So I'm excited. But I mean, he was just on a track that came out this week um, called Earth. Did you did you enjoy that? Did you enjoy that what one? What was that? No, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> oh, man, this is delightful. So Lil Dicky, I guess. I don't know who he is. Some famous musician. Oh, he did the Freaky Friday song with uh, Chris Brown. Oh, okay, well, then you'll Which was fairly entertaining. Because he came out with a, with a song for to address climate change. So oh, it's meant good. to be like, you know, sort of like a We Are the World. So it features like... I think like 40 or some insane number of celebrities who each sing a little line. Too many. 30 celebrities, including Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio. And it's just this song that people announced on last week. And everyone was like, oh my gosh, like this is going to be the next big hit. Like this is going to be like cheesy, like we are the world, but it'll get so many streams. It's for a good cause. But it came out on April 19th and it's called Earth. And it's just this weird cartoon and it just features like little verses from the point of view of different like creatures and animals and (laughs) microorganisms on the planet. And it's just like crazy, like some of the lyrics and I don't know what the audience is because some of them range to like very cheesy to very mature, but like Wiz Khalifa's line is, I'm a disgruntled skunk, shoot you out of my butthole. And, <laughs> and Ariana Grande oh, is like, oh, I'm a zebra. Am I white or black? Which is a nod to her cultural appropriation stuff. Little John comes in. He's like, what the F? I'm a clam. Miguel is like, I'm a squirrel looking for my next nut. And then it goes like, oh, we love you, India. We love you, Africa. We love the Chinese. And we forgive you, Germany. Like, those are lines from Uh, this song. (laughs) And so it's just an insane list of people on this song. I don't think it's done like that. Well, I know it got like 3 million views in the first couple hours or something. But most of the reviews are just like, what were they thinking? Like, I think they thought it'd be funny. And they're like, oh, it's a good cause. So we'll just get money through this like funny thing. But it's like so weird. I never understand these big group (laughs) performance songs. Yes, We Are the World worked in what year was that? Like the 80s or like, I don't know when that was before I was born or before I was like (laughs) um, able to like recognize the people. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they have had every other year. There's one of these. There was one when like Haiti had its thing. There was one when that earthquake happened in Sri Lanka. There was one for the World Cup. It's like every year. There's some song that's like, ah, we're going to get all the biggest superstars together and it's going to be a great song. Except for it's not a great song when you have 65 different people <laughs> singing on it. It like just doesn't mesh. Yeah. It's just a long string of like random crap. Nobody wants to listen to this. I'm surprised you didn't hear about it. <laughs> you know, I saw like cartoons of these people yeah. on twitter i think and was like oh what's this like and then didn't (laughs) follow up on it at all because i thought it looked it's really not worth watching like it's just 
I just don't know what they were going for. And it seems to have just been a flash in the pan sort of thing, because, again, it came out the 19th and I haven't heard a word about it since. Oh, yeah. No, (laughs) no. I mean, it's a bad song. So they're not playing it on the radio. It's not going to be showing up at the club, (laughs) you know. Yeah. But are you going to bring up Beyonce ever or do I have to? Um. <laughs> I was like, I was going to do Beyonce and love it or hate oh, it. Oh, okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That makes sense. Okay, stay tuned for that because I have a lot to say. Okay. But before we get to that news, that's maybe as influential. Have you been following the saga that is taking place on the TV show Jeopardy, Shelby? No. <laughs> I did not know anything about this. I stumbled upon this because there was a Vulture article about it. Do you remember, like, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, there was this guy on Jeopardy named Ken Jennings who won 74 games in a row and won $2.5 million on Jeopardy? I feel like he was all over the place when I was in high school. Yeah, I mean, I think you are overselling my interest in Jeopardy. So I guess the name is familiar. But other than that, I'll take your word for it. I mean, it was just a really big story when it happened because I think like nobody has won right. more than like 15 games in a row or something like that. And then okay. this guy came and just won for like a year or a half a year, however many times, like day after day after day after day and and racked up all of this money and then eventually sort of just like just forfeited <laughs> because he was tired of being on the show. Yeah, I was going to say. So there's this guy now who's on there named James Halshauer, who has won only 12 games in a row, but has already won $851,000, which is like way more than anybody makes normally. Like Ken Jennings won a little more than double of that playing 74 games. (laughs) And this guy's only played 12, but he has this insane strategy where he only picks the, like the big, uh, like the big money questions at the bottom. Mm -hmm. And then he tries to find the daily doubles and then like bets all of his money on it. So he doubles (laughs) his money and then he gambles and then he bets really big at the end to try to make as much money as possible. Mm -hmm. And he has, he already has the top five, like biggest money grabs in a single game ever but it is fascinating to watch because i was watching these clips of him and you know like if you've ever watched jeopardy before people usually start with like the easy questions and then like work their way down and are really kind of like safe because basically they just want to win so they can play again the next day but this guy's like no i'm like going for the (laughs) big bucks and it is it's insane to watch. It's crazy that he's already racked up this much. He's like a professional gambler from Las Vegas. And he just so that's why I think he's good at this. Yeah, I mean he's smart too, but that's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. That's a lot of money, mm-hmm. but it's also like that's a lot of time, you know, like they're putting on doing this show. How often does he do it a week? Well, I think they film See, I'm a little unclear on this. I think they film like a chunk of them together. So it's like they'll film like you'll come in and they'll maybe film like four episodes in a row with all of those people. And then like the next week you have to come back and, and, you know, uh, compete in the next batch. So I think it's like a back to back to back kind of thing because the show's only an hour long. So it's not I don't think it's like every night you come and do a different Okay. I still would rather Show. do it's like, not live deal or anything. Or no deal, you know, I think I'd be better at that. <laughs> well, that requires no skill. <laughs> so probably. Exactly. <laughs> it's right up my alley. But that's great. I'm happy for him, you know, gaining a few bucks and uh, coming for the gold. But um, do you watch a lot of Jeopardy usually or did you just get into it 
because of this. You know, I don't like religiously watch Jeopardy. If it's on, I will watch it. I find it entertaining and I like the trivia uh-huh. questions, but I'm not like a regular right, watcher. Right, right. But this was just a story that, I don't know, was covered in Vulture. Like, yeah, they, no, it's not crazy. like Vulture has a daily <laughs> recap of the day's Jeopardy I'm just curious. that I read I'm every just day. Curious. Don't get so defensive. You can like Jeopardy. It's fine. Oh, it's a Wheel of Fortune <laughs> recap. Better read this. Yeah. What was up? Maybe you can start Vanna White wearing a day. You can start a daily reblog of Jeopardy, and that can be that could be a whole thing. Maybe your money maker. Maybe I'll do a full rewatch of Jeopardy. <laughs> Just all you oh know, like gosh. forty years worth of can episodes. You even find those. Mm. I bet they're online you somewhere. So? I bet they're on YouTube. Oh my gosh, I doubt it. That is nobody cares. You know, it's like. Who's gonna still? Who's gonna go back and watch? Somebody cares. Somebody I guess the cares. Who were on it that episode probably saved it for for posterity. I read an article once about some guy who was a huge David Letterman fan and had a VHS <laughs> copy of every David Letterman show. He like recorded oh them gosh. all every night, and he just had a house with like hundreds and hundreds of David Letterman tapes and that guy was on air for like 30 years <laughs> so insane. how about you don't become yeah. that person like uh you know we'll have to do like an intervention if it gets to that point i mean it's getting close <laughs> that's how fervent my love for jeopardy yeah. is that and survivor i guess yeah <laughs> yeah are are you have you been watching this season at all shelby after you said that you uh, might no i was always like oh i should like go in and check on that but it's like at a different website like it's not bookmarked i don't know i just like never go to it uh, has it not been good this season's pretty entertaining oh. no it's good it's a good season it's so still far. going <laughs> Didn't we yeah I, like- it's almost done it's almost done <laughs> so who's remaining um uh, it's all new people the, oh. the last episode they voted out the last uh returner so it's all new oh, people okay, okay 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 that's too bad so who are you rooting for is that girl i like still on the uh the one who idolized the um blonde returnee oh yes yes she is <laughs> oh, she is lauren yes mm-hmm. lauren yep so cool maybe i'll check she, in on she's her she's doing well yeah. she's doing well Good. yeah I'm rooting we'll for see her. if she wins yeah. do you want to talk about love it or hate it not now or do you have another news story no i'd love to hear about your love it or hate it so <laughs> what are you covering okay. today <laughs> i will be covering beyonce's <laughs> homecoming <laughs> Which recently appeared like an angel from above (laughs) on Netflix. For those of you uninitiated into the cult of Beyonce, (laughs) a year ago, this this time, a year ago. Shouldn't you know what it's called? I know what it's called, Uh, Shelby. I was trying to, you know. Right. Inclusivity. My gosh. Come come for me. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah. We'll have have a Beyonce trivia question competition at the end of this <laughs> so a year ago beyonce performed at coachella she brought jay-z on the stage she reunited destiny's child she performed with this huge marching band um in a tribute to the historically black colleges and universities and that like culture that they have she like created her own sorority it, it was amazing and you could watch it you could stream it online through Coachella's website or whatever, which I did (laughs) and was mesmerized and told everybody and their mother that they needed to watch it. And then I got a weird, shady, bootleg version of it (laughs) that I have watched probably 20 times since. And it's fantastic. And I downloaded the like single file, two hour audio clip of it, which I've also listened to multiple times. 
And I thought, you know, Beyonce is smart. Someday she's going to release this and it's going to be great. Like, I know that she is because I trust in her as a smart businesswoman. And then it came to Netflix over the weekend that, well, she announced it a couple weeks ago that it was coming out. And not only is it the full concert, but it's also some behind the scenes information about like how it was put together and all of the hard work behind it and the cast and and it was such a big production and then on top of that on spotify she released all of the live tracks so now i don't have to use any of my bootlegs (laughs) i've just been listening to the live version of crazy in love like uh, a million times on repeat it's fantastic and you should all go watch this (laughs) obviously But it's like two hours and 15 minutes. So let me like give you the high point here. She had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people working on Mm -hmm. this. I mean, she has like a full marching band, like dozens and dozens of dancers, all this tech for two shows. Mm -hmm. She she performed twice at Coachella. And I'm sure she got a lot of money from Coachella. And I'm sure that also she had this deal booked Mm -hmm. from like Netflix and also from Spotify. But... It's like, it's crazy the foresight that she has into like building this thing that's all, it's not like this went on tour. She only performed this twice. And then also, you learn while watching this documentary that she gave birth to twins like six months before she performed this. Well, because she was supposed to do Coachella the year before, right? Right, the year before. And she she had to back out. And I think Lady Gaga maybe did it Mm -hmm. instead. I can't remember who who headlined it. Yeah, (laughs) someone we don't don't care about. But yeah, so she had to back out. So she decided to do it the next year. But she weighed 218 pounds, like right after giving birth. And then you watch her like work off all of this weight and get into this shape that she is in when she's performing. And it is crazy the like amount of work that she does but it's also really interesting because she's working so hard to get this production up and running she's working so hard to like get in good shape but then she's also like she has her kids strapped on her as she's doing all of this like jay-z is there it's it's such like a weird interesting world that she has created for herself where she you know, like she doesn't do a lot of public appearances. She's not like out doing all kinds of random stuff. I mean, she goes on tour, but they're like these like kind of like very curated stadium tours that she does. And then the rest of the time, she's just like at home with her family, like working on these crazy big productions, either like in the studio or with this, she had to buy out three sound stages (laughs) that are like massive where they had to make these rep, like reproductions of this huge pyramid stage she was going to use and had these this like marching band in there for months on end practicing like the amount of work that goes into this that went into this production is like more than anything i've ever seen and the concert is just like at another level from anything that i have ever witnessed or heard of or or has ever been done like maybe she's not like, I don't know, maybe there are other people more talented than her in other ways, but this is just, like, uh, it, it's the scope that nobody else could even, like, dream of accomplishing. And then on top of that, she's an amazing dancer and an amazing singer, and you don't see it in this version, but in the bootleg version that I have, <laughs> the first time that she performed her, like, uh, her outfit in the, for the last 45 minutes, a strap breaks off. So she's basically performing the entire 
back half of the concert, like holding on to her outfit to make sure it doesn't fly <laughs> off, which is just like another level yeah. of amazingness that she well, has. Well, I think so that's great. I was it's just like, in awe. She takes her work so seriously and like yes and like a lot yes. of other artists or they have like a little more fun with it maybe like they're just a little more casual about it whereas Beyonce is like this is my calling and like I'm going to put in 110% on everything I do and like it's cool mm-hmm. to see how her mind works on it too you know it's not just her talent it's not just yeah her management saying do this thing do this performance do this it's like Oh, I have this idea. I want to like, I want to give black people a moment and like honor their culture and make the whole world see it. And she like does it, which is amazing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, so how many times I, like, have I've you already watched? watched it? Oh. <laughs> well, I've I've watched it twice now, but I mean, I've also seen it a million times right, before right. this, and then I'm listening to the album. It's just like, <laughs> uh, I. I I like to defy anybody to say that there is a better uh mu- musical artist out there in the world other than Beyonce after watching this because it's 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 just like it's not even close competition. It's it's just like it's insane how far ahead she is of anybody else who's trying to do anything similar. It's it's like Ariana Grande like go home. <laughs> like you have nothing. We yeah, yeah. I get your point. And I mean it is crazy that I was like why is this a 40 track album like how did she sing 40 songs but it's like she has that many hits she has that much range she can do is whatever cover she wants because she's freaking beyonce so it's like she's got some and she doesn't even do some of her biggest songs like it's 40 (laughs) tracks and it's amazing and there's no halo on there you know like oh so good i'm glad you liked it i was excited to to see that announced because i knew you'd be all into that so Mm. Did you did you enjoy it? Did you watch the whole thing? I have not <laughs> watched it yet. And I'm sorry for uh, that. I know. I really do. Like I said, I love Beyonce as this figure. I probably shouldn't even bother saying the next part because it just will get so much flack. But it's just she's never like I just I'm not like totally sold on like all of her stuff, like all of her new stuff, especially. So it's just like... <laughs> Like I appreciate and respect, but I I should watch it and I will. I just haven't. I'll just say that. <laughs> like her dancing is so good yeah. and she's singing and she's not out of breath oh, yeah. and she's like tromping around. She's on the ground. Ugh. Yeah, I mean like my go-to karaoke song is Survivor and I can barely like I don't sound good when I sing it cuz it's a really hard song. So like I get it, you know. Yes. It's like <laughs> I understand the skill level involved and I I love like a lot of her earlier stuff but again I just haven't fallen into the uh the newer stuff as easily. Well, she sings a lot of her old stuff yeah, yeah. on this and Destiny's Child is there. Oh yeah, so. you're right. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> well, I yeah. have a Netflix movie um in as my love it as well, so keeping the optimism going but um, i'm trying to think of what came out on netflix this week. <laughs> i know so you already talked about unicorn store yeah so this is, is another one frontier? no it's called someone great and it's the gina rodriguez britney snow and dewanda wise and it's it's positioned as a romantic comedy i've never even heard of this it's been sort of on the dl i mean been positioned as like a movie about female friendship first and foremost but it's also a romantic comedy so it's about gina rodriguez character jenny and it opens on the day 
she wakes up from breaking up with her longtime boyfriend before she moves to San Francisco for a job. And so she's in New York City. She's lived there for the better part of a decade. She's had the same trio of friends. So it's her and Brittany Snow and Dewanda. And she wants to have like one last epic night with them before the chapter closes. And she's also dealing with the trauma of her breakup and wondering if she made the right choice and like all this stuff. And so it's like a really funny movie. It basically operates as just about their friendship. Like it's not really plot driven. There aren't like the usual hits you get in a romantic comedy where it's like, will they, won't they like, are they going to end up together? Will it be an airport scene? It's really just about this group of friends and they just want to go to this concert and have a good time and it is really sweet and I mean I know it struck a chord with me because obviously I lived in New York for a few years and I had my group of girlfriends there who were just like who are just like the best friends and we were just this little gaggle and we and it just reminded me of like my last few weeks in New York and how you just like have to say goodbye and like move on. But you'll always have these like people in your life. So I really loved it. And plus, the soundtrack is so fire. It is so good. It features a lot of Lizzo, who is also at Coachella currently and who's having a very big oh, yeah. moment. I saw her oh. live. Well, congrats to yes. you because I am now officially obsessed with every single one of her songs. And the energy between these three actresses in this movie are just, it's just divine. And like Gina Rodriguez is so charming. Britney Snow is always funny. And Dewanda Wise is just freaking good. So it's a very like quiet, simple film. And obviously it hasn't had like a big splashy release, but I would recommend it to anyone who's ever had a friend ever in the history of their lives or who loves New York because it's just a really fun, sparkly, happy movie. Okay. Well, I have had uh, one friend, you, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and I do live in New York. So there you so go. There you go. It's perfect. It feels like something I would be into. I'll probably, I'll add it to the list and, and I'll get yeah, to it Yeah, it was fun. It had like a lot of like, it was just like jokes on jokes and just random characters. So it felt like very, like more of those comedies we're getting now, like Insecure or Shrill or like these positive, like female driven just whip smart sort of vehicles for um i mean it was written and directed by a woman it stars these three women and it's just it's a delight so cool 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 no uh, so much positive news <laughs> i know i will say this so when i saw lizzo she was opening for heim oh yeah and i like my neurotic self of course got to the concert like before the opener <laughs> starts because i'm yeah. like we had, this is the time on the ticket yeah. this is the time i need to be there yeah. And they were playing in Radio City Music Hall, which is a weird concert it venue weird. to go to for like a like, like a, a rock pop, concert yeah. or whatever. Or yeah, because it's like <laughs> it's a it's an auditorium, you know, yeah. like you're supposed to be sitting down. It's hard to like stand up and get moving. And when we got there, there's hardly anyone, maybe like, <laughs> yeah. It's my favorite. You, you know, like a sprinkling yeah. here, there, like maybe a couple hundred people in this theater that holds thousands. Yeah. And so Lizzo trots out and, you know, like her bodysuit uh-huh. with her backup dancers who are also wearing like no clothes whatsoever. And they start performing these songs. And it was so 
awkward. I felt so bad for them because they were like going 100% in this room where it's like the lights really aren't turned down at all. (laughs) There's like nobody there. People are sort of like straggling in randomly. There's like a couple people who are clearly big fans of her who are like cheering really loudly, but not like in a group. They're just like sprinkled throughout. And I turned to my friend who I was there with and I was like, I feel like we I I am a fan of this girl just because she's like going on with this act <laughs> despite powering through the weirdest most <laughs> uncomfortable situation I have ever seen. Yeah, well now she's at Coachella and I guess they're like they've been having some bad technical issues at Coachella and like the audio completely cut out like the music and so she just was like, "Well, I guess I'm here. I'm not going to walk off now, so we'll do this a cappella." And she just like <laughs> finished her set acapella and everyone still loved it so she's great that's great yeah (laughs) it was a great soundtrack very very empowering it's it's good workout good vibe so oh yeah it's very very good workout yeah (laughs) um but i think that is all that we have for this episode we'll be back on thursday with a special guest a friend of mine named sierra who works at buzzfeed and we'll be talking book to film adaptions which will be exciting i think yes it will be they're my favorite thing plus everything is based on something nowadays so plenty to talk about yes so uh follow us on social media in the meantime but otherwise we will see you on thursday bye guys